Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Tom Robeck and this week I'm here with Ibrahim Kassaji and we're going to talk about consumer IoT and operators' um, efforts in this area. Now this was a hot topic, well certainly a hotter topic a few years ago, but I think it's fair to say that some of the some of the shine has come off it, some of the, it's come off the boil a little bit, um, but operators are still active in consumer IoT and they still um, see some opportunities there. Um, and so we're going to discuss that in, in the podcast. As always, this is based on a, an article and a longer report that we've written, and we'll put links to those in the uh, in the show notes. Um, so first of all, Ibrahim, just start off by talking about what consumer IoT is and, and what you've covered in this latest research. Yeah, so consumer IoT, I guess it's one of those things that doesn't have a set definition. People define it differently. The way we're looking at it is uh, connected devices which are, are purchased and used by a single consumer so as opposed to a business or an organization. Um, and we're focused on, on the cellular side. So you will have consumer IoT, which comes in, in short range flavors, so Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. And then you have uh, cellular, uh, so L- LTE, uh, 5G, uh, NB-IoT, LTM. So, um, so, so yeah, we're focused on, on the cellular side. And we have four main categories of consumer IoT. So we have automotive, we have home automation or smart home, uh, tracking, uh, and then surveillance. So those are the four main categories where we see uh, operators are, are doing things in consumer IoT. Okay, maybe just give an example of one or two applications in those those categories. Yeah, so um, so automotive, uh, this will be some sort of device that you plug into the OBD2 port of, of a car and it's for things like diagnostics, for tracking. Um, so some of them, if, if there's a crash, it'll automatically send alert. It can also be used for in-car Wi-Fi. For home automation, this is things like smart speakers, smart lights, uh, smart thermometers, things that uh, you control either on an app or some sort of virtual assistant like Alexa. Um, and then, and then you have tracking. This could be people, so so tracking children or, or elderly individuals with a wristband or a watch, or tracking things. So it's some, something like Apple Tile, which you'll put in a bag or something, so so you can see where it is. Okay, cool. Thank you um, for that. So let's now turn to what operators are doing. Um, as I said in the introduction, it, it's certainly come off the boil, but the operators are still active. So what are they doing in this market? How has it changed from what they were doing, say, four or five years ago? And why have they made those changes? So the big change is, if you take those four categories I mentioned, if you go back a few years, operators were, were mostly trying to cover all bases. So they had some sort of products in all four of those segments or, or three of the four. And the big change is, if you look at it today, it's much more focused now. Operators generally will only focus on one or two of these segments uh, we've seen lots of products discontinued, no longer offered. So, for example, if you take um, AT&T, so they, a few years ago, they had products across across most of those segments. They had a big smart home platform called Digital Life. They had automotive products. They had tracking uh, and smart home as well. And if you look at today, they're now very much focused on automotive. They discontinued the smart home product. They They still resell a bit of the tracking stuff, but it's much less of a focus. And that's pretty much the same for the other other operators. They'll generally only focus on one or two areas now. They've they've stopped trying to provide everything in consumer IoT, and and they have one or two segments where they're particularly strong in, and that's where their attention is. Okay, so why have they made these changes? I mean, I guess the, the simple answer is that the products they had didn't sell. Is it as simple as that? Is there more nuance behind why they've reduced and, and narrowed down their focus? Yeah, I think that covers most of it, really. I mean, you have to remember going back a few years that. 
these products were very new. Operators didn't really have much experience selling these type of devices. So at the time of launching, they, they didn't really have any idea what the demand would be. And so that, that posed challenges for operators in terms of how do you price these types of devices uh, and, and the connectivity for these devices. I think that's been a particular challenge of trying to persuade customers to pay for cellular connectivity, let's say for a tracker or a camera, when there's alternatives out there based on Wi-Fi or Bluetooth where you don't have to pay for the connectivity. So, so the pricing has been partly an issue. I think the, the, the competition from, from unlicensed Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, we've seen things like Amazon Sidewalk or Helium. Uh, these are alternative to cellular connectivity as well. So, so yeah, I think a mix of, of, of lack of demand, of uncertain demand in the first place, the demand just didn't materialize and, and struggling to persuade consumers to pay for the connectivity when, when there's free alternatives. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly been my experience of it. So there was a, a, a bike tracker that um, Vodafone had, and it was quite an interesting, quite reasonable product. Um, but it, it, in terms of the pricing, it felt to me that they got the pricing strategy wrong. It was... A, it was about 100 pounds 100 euros for the actual device but then there was a a monthly subscription fee of i can't remember what it was sort of three four pounds a month which felt quite expensive for, for what it is um, and trying to persuade customers to to pay to commit to a year or two year contract for a new product and when it's relatively expensive sort of three four pounds it, it it, yeah, it felt it felt expensive and maybe there are different ways of packaging it so maybe you you, you buy the device with that one year, two year connectivity included in the upfront cost might be a better solution. So yeah, I guess lots of challenges for the operators then it, just in terms of the pricing and the pricing pricing models. Yeah, and, and we, we have seen a little bit of evolution of that. So if the AT&T, for example, their automotive uh, product, um, Harman Spark. So initially, they the way they priced it was just one a big upfront cost uh, and then on top of that, you have the recurring monthly fee. I think it was three or four dollars for the recurring fee. It was about eighty dollars for the upfront cost. And then, and that was the only pricing option. They've now changed it so you can either pay for everything upfront, one up cost, or the opposite. You could you have no upfront cost and you spread it all out over over a few months. So I think there's there's some signs that operators have, have kind of learned from from the earlier the pricing and, and adapted it a little bit. But the fundamentally the challenge is still there of for some devices, uh, when the connectivity is free in alternatives, how do you persuade them to, to pay any sort of connectivity charge? Yeah. The the, the other area that looks, I, th I think, interesting and maybe worth just touching on is surveillance. So you've got a few operators in their slimmed down portfolio. They're focusing on 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 surveillance um uh, i guess some sort of sort of home alarm home security system so orange telefonica telus all doing that so just talk a bit more about what one of those is doing in that in that category yeah so i, I think that's probably the the one sector where there's been the most activity and kind of the least discontinuing of products so lots of products discontinued in, in the tracking in the smart home but the surveillance products of, of those operators you mentioned telefonica telus orange they're all still going um, interestingly, they've taken different approaches to deliver those solutions. So Telefonica it, uh, opted for a joint venture with ProSegure, which is a security expert. So um, so they have a package solution in partnership with ProSegure. You get cameras, alarms, motion centers, and it's all professionally monitored. 
Um, so that's one way Telefonica have done it. Orange has gone for more of a partnership route. So rather than any sort of investment in the company, they've, they've partnered with a company called uh, Groupama uh, and they've developed a surveillance solution together. Um, and Telus is, is, is a bit different. They've gone for, they've built their own internal solution. Uh, but again, they're, they're kind of focused on, um, you know, you, you pack, you get, you pay one monthly recurring fee, you get the devices, the connectivity all together, and you have the option to get it professionally monitored for added cost as well. So, so that seems to have been more successful for the operators. I guess in that case, the, there's fewer, you know, free alternatives. If you want at security alarm motion centers, you can have it by Wi-Fi, but that will come with security concerns. So I guess the business case for Sadia there is a bit more clear there, especially if, if you've got the professionally monitored aspect. And how are they doing that? Are they selling it just to their fixed broadband customers? Is it a standalone product? Yeah, so it's a bit of a mix. So most of them will set it standalone, but um, some of them will offer some sort of discount if you if you take their fixed broadband uh, or their mobile package. So, uh, so so usually, yeah. So they'll offer they'll generally try and sell it to their existing customers. But uh, I think for Telefonica, you can purchase it completely separately as well if if you're not a Telefonica subscriber. So so a bit of a mix. Okay, and so it has it just in terms of connectivity, it uses the the fixed broadband connect. Activity, but it also has cellular in there as a as a backup. Yeah, yeah, that can be the case. I think there's different options. Um, you, right. you can get these purely cellular ones, or you can have fixed options. Um, some will have uh, a Wi-Fi with a cellular backup as well. So there's different options. Um, yeah, depending on the customer needs. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so there's a table in the in the article that goes through and it shows you which operators are, are focusing on 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 which of uh, which specific area. Um, but just stepping back then and thinking about this more generally, what, what do you think the operators' experience of of what they've done in consumer IoT? What does that tell us about IoT more more generally? I think it's it, it kind of demonstrates firstly like the difficulty in in predicting for a new market for, of new products and devices where there isn't an existing market. It's very hard to see where the demand is going to be and, and figuring out the pricing was a particular issue. So I think operators will have learned some lessons from that um, in terms of how you package it of, of, of combining it with other products of maybe offering discounts. If you're a mobile or fixed customer, uh, we've seen some more movement recently, for example, Deutsche Telekom is, is packaging its smart home solution together with its Magenta TV offering. So, so you can connect, you can link your, your smart home and connect connect your smart home devices by the TV. So, I think they've 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 kind of figured out that um, you know to, to to really get the value of persuade customers to pay for it. Generally, you have to tie it to something else. Whether it's for security, it's an, a whole package. It's professionally monitored. So there's added value there. Um, and I think they've realised that where there's competition from 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 free unlicensed solution for the tracking. Look, like Apple came in with with Apple uh, Apple tags, and that's done very well, and kind of made it very hard for operators to go into tracking. So, so, so yeah, I think you know you could look at it as a failure that some of these products discontinued. You could look at it another way as you know operators were they were brave enough to enter this new market where demand was uncertain. They've tried a bunch of different things. Some of them didn't work, and some of them have worked. So, so now they've got a better idea of the market, and and yeah, they've got a better idea of of where customers are willing to pay for things and where they're not. So definitely lessons learned on, on in pricing and how to package the solutions and um, and yeah, where the growth will come from. Yeah, I think there probably is a, a positive point there in that that they've been willing to iterate and experiment with different products. So they haven't, I, I think in the past operators, they've, they've tried new product categories that haven't worked and then they've just closed them down. Here, it seems that there's a bit more 
willingness to keep on experimenting. And yes, they've closed quite a lot of products down, but they are still uh, pushing the areas where there seems to be a bit more promise, like in like in the home security surveillance area. Yeah, and 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 there are some some kind of positives that weren't there a few years ago. So if you look at LPWA market NBIOT LTM, a few years ago that was still very early days for operators. The coverage wasn't there. Device costs were very high. Um, so some of that has improved. So there's a bit more opportunity for operators there, and and they can tie it in with some of their their other products and, as well. Okay, very good. Thank you. Thank you for that, Ibrahim. Um, so let's let's close the podcast there. Um, if you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason feed. We also welcome any comments, feedback, and reviews. Thank you for listening.